Have you ever wished you had been taught how to study the Bible in depth? Because that is exactly what our partners, Chasing Sacred, are all about. Creating resources for studying the Bible that meet practical needs while also maintaining strong biblical literacy. The way they structure their studies are so purposeful, and they help readers understand the historical and cultural context, which is so important. They actually just came out with a new study on the book of Ephesians. You do not want to miss it. Just don't forget to put code abiding free for a 20% discount on any of their products. Click their link in our show notes and learn more about them at chasingsacred.com. Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom. Freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable. And it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free Podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between. Because this podcast is about living from the truth that yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Welcome back, friends, to the Abiding Free Podcast. Kristen and Shannon here today, and today we want to talk about dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> jealousy. <laughs> I want to actually yeah. a specific kind of jealousy, yes. <laughs> and I want to read a quote starting this episode off that I heard that just kind of rocked my day. Mm. Um, it's from Francis Chan, and he's describing a passage in the Old Testament. And when he's speaking, he's he's saying it's he's talking about um, he's kind of rephrasing it as if God was saying this to us. And, and he says, don't you get it? My spirit is like jealously longing for you. But every time you talk to me, you just want something else. Whoa. You adulterous people. I am the love of your life. I made you for me. Whoa. You know, and, Whoa. He, and, and he God is longing, jealously yearning for us. Wow. I mean. I mean, I want to dive into that more in a little bit, right? But but, but that's just kind of, I wanted to share that from the beginning, like the inspiration for this conversation that we're having. And and just just the word jealousy, you know, it's like, what is our reaction when we hear that mm, word? Wow. Right? I feel yeah. like for so many of us, what comes to our minds first when we hear the word jealousy is something negative, right? Mm-hmm. Right? But yeah. today we want to talk about why God's jealousy for us is actually one of the most beautiful things in the entire world. Yeah. So along with that, you know, let's let's talk about that word jealousy which in the most common use of that word. So, right again, it's it's usually seen as a bad word in our culture and understandably so. Yeah. Jealousy can be really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is many times but it is often only primarily viewed that way. It's often viewed as an emotionally, sometimes unstable response and used synonymously with envy. And it, and again, right, it can be really bad. Yeah. Um, and in the dictionary, right, jealous is defined as feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements 
And envy is defined as a feeling of disheartened or sorry, discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Basically wanting what someone else has, which that kind of sounds like greed. Yeah. Um, Matthew Barrett in a Desiring God article that we'll, we will link, it's titled, God is Jealous for Your Joy. Um, it's, it, you know, it says in our culture, you know, to be jealous is to envy and covet what someone else has. Jealousy conjures up images of irrational behavior, unjustified anger, and less that leads to vitriol, cruel, bitter criticism. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd agree that's probably the most common use of the word in our yeah. culture, right? And we need to guard our hearts from that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need to confess and repent that when we when we feel that envy, jealousy, you know, and just to kind of preface all this conversation, you know, we see God's heart uh, for that from, from the start, right? In Exodus 20, 17, when the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. Do not covet what your neighbor has, right? And I want to note something interesting here that as I was thinking through this, right, envy, just by its very definition, you know, um, the the one that you just read, Kristen, right, it's always wrong, because by definition, it's rooted in discontentment with what you have and wanting what someone else has, right? Yeah, coveting, right, Mm -hmm. Um, which aligns clearly what we see um, throughout the scripture. And like, I just you think of like first Timothy six, six to eight, you know, but godliness with contentment, is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we had have food and clothing with these, we will be content. I just love that verse. And so it's just the whole, you know, the whole story of God. It's like this contentment and the envy and the jealousy. We, we recognize, we all Mm. recognize that it's it's not good. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting because I was thinking about jealousy and when it's used that same way towards something that's not ours, right? It's yeah. evil, right? right? Like if I'm jealous of your hair or like yeah. your beauty, or if that's not yours, that's not mine, it's mm-hmm. yours. So yeah. I shouldn't be jealous of that, right? right? If I'm jealous of your success or your marriage, that's that's wrong because it's not mine, right? right? But I was thinking about jealousy, how it's an interesting word, because even for humans, um, like before we even get into the beauty of God's jealousy for us, like it's kind of weird. And tell me if you agree, but that there can even be a kind of good side when it's balanced of yeah. jealousy for humans, which makes sense if it's an attribute of God, right? Yeah. Like you're saying, like, so, for example, like if, if okay, we're... so if a wife was sleeping with another man, right? <laughs> right. Her husband, right. Right. Yeah. And her husband literally didn't care. Right. And wasn't jealous. And he wasn't jealous. Like that would be way weird, right? Uh, that yeah. would mean that he literally <laughs> does not care about his wife. Right. Like he does not love his right. wife. Right. Yeah. And you know, I, it's like, I, I was hesitant if I should share this story. I don't think I've ever shared it with you. Oh, I'm excited. To okay. Hear this. So it's a little risky oh, to share. I get to hear it with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm gonna share it. Okay. It's a long time ago. Okay. okay? <laughs> okay. We're talking 2000, maybe gosh, 2000 and two. Oh, three. Okay. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, 2005 ish. Okay. So yeah, that, yeah 2005 ish. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it was, be- it was before my husband and I were married. We had dated. We weren't dating at the time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we were in, we I'm both, ready for it. We, okay. You're ready. I'm ready. So we both went to college together, right? Azusa, yeah. Azusa Pacific University. And we were not together. And there was a party, a, a very large party <laughs> yeah. at a baseball player's house. Okay. Right? So we didn't go together, right? Yeah. I hadn't, t- hadn't talked to him. Yeah. Like when we weren't together, we didn't talk. It wasn't like we were like buddies. Like right. we just don't speak. Okay. Right? Yes. Yeah. Lots that, of, kind, that kind of. Yeah. Makeup. Not healthy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so we hadn't spoken, so I had no idea anything. So we go to this party with, I'm there with my friends and, and there's, you know, CJ <laughs> and like the dancing and, you know, all, all, all other shenanigans. And, and there's this, 
guy there and he's he's an attractive guy yeah. at the school and he comes up to me to start dancing with me and we start dancing inappropriately okay okay <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying this like a bump and grind <laughs> yeah like not appropriate okay yeah. not appropriate okay <laughs> there is there was no there, room for the holy spirit there was no no it was not appropriate okay, okay? so i'm not joking you <laughs> like i am in the middle of this dance yeah all of a sudden <sighs> i get lifted up and thrown onto someone's shoulders and carried no through way. the crowd of people. I lost my shoe. <laughs> Was this Taylor? Yes. <laughs> so somehow Taylor came to the party. My husband, Taylor, saw me wow. dancing like this, picked me up, put uh. me over his shoulder, carried <laughs> me outside you like- and set me down. What'd you do? I was like, I was in like total, total shock. shock. And wow, what a picture though. You yeah. know, wow. you know, I mean, you could say that, I mean, that's kind of a silly story and you could say it's not his place, you know, whatever, you know, or whatever, no, but, but bottom I line, love, yeah. I, I'm telling you, like, just as a human, like I felt very loved, wow, right? Like yeah. just as a human, it was attractive. Probably. It was, I was just going mean, to say that it was you, attractive. Was probably so attractive. Even I mean, though you're like, probably wanted to show annoyance. I, too. I did. Yeah, and I acted yeah, annoyed. Like, this guy is, is like super attractive. Wow. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And you know, and it's just even 20 days, 20 years, 20 <laughs> years later, I'm just like, or however many years later, it's just like, like oh. that's to, to be loved for someone. Yeah. To, it just felt good. Oh, you, we want to be wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And it's wow. just, you know, and, and obviously we're fallible humans and everything we do no, is on the scale of I extremes. Know you, yeah. you know what I mean? So a, yeah, take I'm, it with a grain yeah, of salt, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? But, um, it's like, gosh, like God loves his people. Wow. Like, I mean, he loves you. Yeah. Who's everybody who's listening right now. Right. Well, and it it just makes me think like, yeah, I mean, I think that is a great example (laughs) of just like how God does that for us. Like he takes us out of situations that maybe we're upset about or, but that are causing us to idolize certain things and like in a metaphorical way, yes. he picks us up yeah. and maybe we're kicking and screaming, yeah. but he's doing it out of his love for yeah. us. Like I, I actually think that is, I love that. And I think that's why, right. It's so interesting how, when we open the word of God, we see that word jealousy is applied to God repeatedly for us. In fact, not only is God said to be jealous in Exodus, you know, 23, um, ver- uh, chapter 20 verses three through five, but his very name is jealous. That hits you hard. Yeah. yeah. And Exodus thirty four fourteen says, do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is jealous. Woo. I know is a jealous God. I mean, it can't be much clearer than that. No. Like he not only acts in jealous ways, but he is jealous by nature. So once again, like you were bringing up the husband and the wife, like if it's an attribute of God and we're supposed to be like God, then like you said, there yeah. are natural non-sinful ways of jealousy that are very appropriate. It was very, yeah, yeah. Interesting exactly. to think through. I love that you yeah mentioned that. And so, and obviously though, there, you know, there is a clear difference when it is God, you know, our creator versus us humans being jealous. Um, in fact, you know, the fact that God is jealous actually reflects his holiness. That's why, you know, this conversation is important to us to internalize that the Bible does not use the word jealous. Like again, the common way our culture does, like it's yeah. a bad word. It's always yeah. bad yeah. And specifically in these passages, right. When it's attributing it to God. And so, you know, going back to that desiring God article, we mentioned, it says, 
um, you know, jealousy captures God's ardent commitment to bring glory to himself as well as his command that we, his followers, not compromise our exclusive consecration to him. In scripture, divine jealousy reflects God's love, but it is an intolerant love, a love that will not permit his glory to be muddied by his people's idolatry. God's jealousy is different from ours. He is the creator. He's infinite. You know, many times with us, right? Jealousy is like often the result of a mood swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not so in God. Yeah, going back to the is. more common yeah. definition of that. It yeah. doesn't fluctuate. It's like part of who he is. And yeah, Isn't that interesting? interesting. I know because I, I that was kind of a new way for me to think about that. I, I think that's actually an interesting conversation to have about God's attributes in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I think my brain, our, we're so bound by time. Yeah. And so my brain is like, I'm feeling love. I'm feeling happiness. Oh, I'm interesting. feeling... We, yeah, we limit it a little bit. It's an in interesting conversation. Yeah. Just how even just that, like Exodus 34, 14, like it mm-hmm. just makes me think, wow, like on a deeper level, like that's interesting because we think of jealous as a momentary feeling. Yeah. Wow. God is, it's just, yeah, it's wow. just... Interesting. Something I'd like to look into more, but that's just so like even the power of like how God is love. Yeah. It doesn't fluctuate. Yeah. These things yeah. don't fluctuate. Yeah. He is He is not like us in our mm. finite minds. Um, Matthew um, Barrett says, God does not become jealous as if he were not jealous for his glory before. Oh, this is, yeah, exactly what I was just saying. Rather, he simply is jealous and he is so eternally and immutably. Oh, wow. That's you know, good. right? And we see that in the first commandment. Right. What what is the first commandment? You shall have no other gods before me. Mm. This is pivotal. God's jealousy for his people to worship him only is huge. Wow. And you know what's interesting? Sometimes, um, like if you have like a logical kind of analytical type of brain, sometimes you start to think like, is that kind of weird? Mm, right? Like yeah. is God selfish? Interesting. You know, like like because yeah. what if what if I we were jealous for our glory, oh, yeah. you know, above all else, and we wanted people to like pay attention to us right. and worship us, like we'd be crazy narcissists. Yeah. Right. But God is not like us. Wow. You know, but yeah. I think sometimes it's good to address that because our brain, because it, it's so pounded into our brains to not mm, be self-focused and to true. not self, not to yeah. bring attention and worship to yourself. Mm. So I don't know. So oh, sometimes I, mm-hmm. I think it's just good to acknowledge, okay, no, yeah, God is God. Yeah. And I think um, one other verse, you know, in the book of Jeremiah is really there's this distinguishing between, you know, Yahweh from the gods of the nations, right? There's no one like God, Jeremiah 10, 6 says. And, you know, that article that um, we've been bringing up makes a great point, which is that we are prone to think that God is just a better version of ourselves. That is so true. I know. Isn't that interesting? But God is a different type of being altogether. He is not merely greater in size. He is greater in essence. He is incomprehensible. He has the absolute right to command our exclusive devotion and consecration to himself. And I love that, you know, we're bringing up desiring God because this is for our thriving too. Yeah. Like that's what it's about too. I love that. I love what, you know, Francis, like that quote, you know, Shannon read at the beginning because it's like, man, his, he's yearning for us and for us to return that yearning with our own, that's, 
better for us. Yeah. That makes us literally happier. Yeah. Like happier. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that Desiring God, I just love their ministry is they talk about this like happiness, you know, in, in God and like how literally we can be happy. Yeah. And it's, it's when we're finding everything in him. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, again, that, like I, we said, he has the absolute right to command it, our exclusive devotion and consecration, but it's not because he's this big bully. Yeah. Like he loves us. It's because he wants us to be yeah. happy. Yeah. Like you just Crazy. said. Yeah. And, and if he is, and if he is the greatest and the best of all beings of all things ever conceived or that could ever be conceived, right? Yeah. If that's a fact, if that's wow. reality, right? Mm-hmm. And if he created us instinctually, like at our very core, like every, whether you acknowledge God or not, yeah. if you were created, I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with motivation to get into God's Word, and I love adding some aesthetic beauty and note-taking to my Bible study with the Mr. Pen Selah Bible Journaling Kit. This classy and beautiful kit comes with everything you need to add some fun and color to your study. This set comes with Bible tabs, highlighters and pens, stickers with a modern script font, gold cross paper clips, transparent sticky notes, and a lovely cream and gold supplies pouch to hold it all together. And today you can get a discount on the Selah Bible Journaling Collection on Amazon with the discount code SELAHKIT24. Use SELAHKIT24 on Amazon for a discount today. Instinctually, just biologically in your mother's womb, in his image for the purpose of glorifying him, the only way you will find true joy, like you're saying, Mm. is to be with him. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like, you're right. It's like, it, that is what will bring yeah. us happiness. Crazy. Right. So it In is life. love. Yeah. That wow. is what, that is what we were made to do. Mm. Uh, the Westminster shorter catechism says man's chief end is yeah. to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Yeah. That's so good. And it's interesting too, cause you know, John Piper even kind of adds a little twist to yeah. it too. He, he clarifies it saying man's chief end is to glorify God by enjoying him forever. And yeah. that's where they get this term. If you, if you look on desiring God ministries, it's Christian hedonism. Yeah. And it's basically this, this, we can pursue our own happiness. Like we're actually commanded to in scripture. But again, as we're saying, like, as Shannon said, the only way we will find true joy is by being with him. And, you know, in reality, it would be selfish for God, right. To point us to something or someone else for our true joy and eternal happiness. And indeed he would be unloving. Um, as Barrett says, for if he is the supreme being, then the greatest joy and happiness in life can be found in him and him alone. Yeah. It's funny that like you mentioned, um, desiring God and John Piper's Christian hedonism. Yeah. Um, like how he coined that term. I remember hearing him talking about that for the first time. And he talked about this imagery of like, if he brought his wife have you heard this? If no. He brought his wife flowers yeah. and like, oh. and, and he says like, and he's like, here, here's your flowers. Yes. I like, this there example. would be literally like, no, yeah. like the flowers don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. The flowers are just flowers. Yeah. So it's like, if you just hand them to your life and you're like, here, here's your flowers. Wow. Like, no, but that, there wouldn't really be a benefit in that yeah. marriage or that romantic like, relationship. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, I can't remember exactly what he said, but no, it's the, it's the, mm-hmm. It's the, it's the wanting, it. it's the delighting in yeah. giving her the flowers. Yeah. It's the delight in seeing, no, being you're, you're with her. No, you're explaining it well. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's, it's, it's the enjoyment yeah. 
of like wanting to it. give her the flowers and wanting to be with her yes. that makes it special. Such a good example. Yeah, it's cool. And so as we're kind of talking through this, you know, and you're, and you're thinking about this, how is God jealous for you mm, today? That's a good question to think through. Yeah. You know, and, and then like you brought up thinking yeah. back on how are we made it? Well, yeah. And again, we don't make him jealousy. Like it's his essence. Yeah. But how are we? Yeah. How is he? Yeah. How is he jealous toward us yeah. today? In what way? Like, I love that. Yeah. And I think back from that quote, like Francis said, you know, my spirit is jealously longing for you. And every time you talk to me, you want something else. You know, and how he says, he, Jesus said this multiple times, you adulterous people. Like it was always said wow. that so often. Yeah. I am the love of your life, right? I made you for me. Yeah. And, and, you know, I fall into this trap sometimes. Uh, it was, I, I think it was a month, last month or something, but I, I just, it just hit me. Like it hit me really, really hard that I was going to God to, because I was struggling at the time and just had mm-hmm. a lot on my plate, going to God to pour out what I needed from him. And that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. He, he's our Abba. He's our father. Yeah, he's our daddy. Yeah. So we are supposed to go to sure. him. But if I'm not careful, I'm making him the means, not the ends, like we've Ooh, talked about. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and I found myself doing that repeatedly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I was just in a stressful time. I was having some health stuff, you know, it's problems with mm-hmm. the house, with ministry stuff, you know, with, and one of my kids specifically, I don't remember if I told you this, but I was just really frustrated with him. And, um, I just kept going to God, you know, begging for help to fix these situations. Right. Which again is good. But I heard these words, this quote that Francis said, and it just hit me mm-hmm. that the same thing that I was frustrated at my kid for at this time is exactly what oh. I was doing for, to, doing to God. It was so weird. <laughs> it like hit me because at this time I was during this week, I was so frustrated with my son because it, I just felt like during this season, everything he was coming to me for every time he was talking to me, it was asking me for something Wow! like he was, yeah. and it wasn't just stuff. Like it wasn't like a wow. materialistic thing. Yeah. It was like needing to know what we were doing next or what was, mm-hmm. what, what was going to entertain him or, or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what, what he could have or yeah. this or that, or, you know, my kids were just complaining about their head, their stomach hurt, their sock, you know, their socks are annoying yeah. them, whatever. And it was just this season where I just felt like it was all they were coming to uh, me for. Right. And I was like, this is not good. And I just wanted them to have some balance. Right. I wanted them to sometimes just be content. Just be, yeah. Sometimes just want to be with me. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I remember yeah. even looking at them uh, and saying like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, we could just sit here. We can just be together. Like, we don't need entertainment. Oh, that's so convicting. We don't need oh. to complain. <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling my kids this and I'm like, you know what? We have a house. We have food. We have water. Yeah. I'm sorry your tummy hurts. I am, but I have four kids. Totally. Like, I can't be constantly yes. Inter- listening. Yeah. I can't be constantly comforting everyone constantly. Wow. Like, I, I, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not with a significant yeah. medical well, thing. I'm just talking to be just like, satisfied in being, and just being, be, yeah, like accepting uh-huh. whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever discomforts or whatever in life, and just still just being satisfied with just yeah, being. And so I was like telling my kids this and being <laughs> frustrated with my one son, and then I was so convicted and just started laughing. Yeah, yeah. like this is literally what I have like, been doing shoot. to God all week, <laughs> oh, like shoot. all yeah. week. Every time I went to God, it was mm-hmm. help me with this. I need this. I need this. I need this. Oh. I was only going to him for help, which again mm-hmm. is a good thing, right. you know, but it's not about the stuff. It's not just about our needs, right. right? So this is the reminder for all of us today. You know, if you are a child of God, right? God is jealous for us. Like you were saying, yeah. right? He delights in you. And he says, if you delight in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. You know, and what is that desire? It's himself. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and I missed that for so many years. I remember that verse, like clinging to that verse. You know, like he'll yeah. give you the desires of your heart and thinking, okay, well, if it's morally good, <laughs> right. if it's not uh, sinful, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it, if it's okay, he's uh-huh. telling me he'll give it to me. But no, he's saying he'll give us himself, oh, right? Is there like, anything greater? Yeah. Like he's our greatest reward and treasure in this life. And again, I, I just want to say amen to what you were sharing about. So many times God does that in parenting. Like, yeah, the things that we're like kind of talking to our kids about, it's like, oh my goodness, this is what God wants to say to me today. Right. hundred percent. And, and you know what, just, just as we, as we start to draw this conversation to a close, um, you touched on it, Kristen, but I was thinking about just that story with Taylor, right. Where, like you said, where he picked me up and I agree with what you said just about how that does kind of exemplify what God does for us. Because I have to say, just even thinking through my testimony and my story, Like, I am so glad that God was jealous of me and straight up, like you said, picked me up out of my junk Mm -hmm. in my life, right? When I was choosing sin over him, you know, I think about times in my life when I was just, I was, I being idolatrous Mm. and he picked me up and forced me out. And that is the best thing in my entire life that he did that, you know, his jealousy for us. When God picks us up out of our sin, you know, for some people that's, putting them in prison. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For some people it's allowing injuries or breakups, like right? Tough love. Yeah. Tough love. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever it is, it's because he's jealous for us and wants us back. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And we have the love of the creator who is in so in love with us um, that he is jealous when we turn our affections away from him, him and to things that will only end up hurting us. Or even if they're good things will not mm-hmm. are not what we were made for. Yeah. Right. And if, is there anything greater in all the world than that? You know, we don't need something or someone to fulfill us. The God of the universe is jealous for you and he loves you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom. Yeah. And then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.